Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spiritualized Podcast. Today we're talking about the secrets and lessons from eight-figure brands and for those who are moving from eight figures towards the nine figures, this is going to be incredibly useful for you and if you're moving Prior to that, if you're maybe moving from a million dollar to $10 million and you're on that track, this is going to be equally useful and it's highly entertaining as well. So good for everybody. Now, what I'm going to reveal is going to be so activating, so potent and can shift you in just this episode when we're going into deeper layers of consciousness, we're really hitting the truth. And so we don't need to spend, you know, weeks, months, years sorting something out. We can do it within an hour. We can do it within a moment. This is the beauty of truth. Now, where this truth comes from is my deeper work into layers of consciousness through the crystalline codes, seven sacred seals. And this is really passing through this thing called the ring pass knot, which at a certain level of purification of your frequencies, these higher teachings, these coded teachings now become available to you. So I have done an incredible amount of inner purification around the frequencies so that I can move through this mystical door to go and receive what is on the other side. And so a lot of what I speak about today is retrieving this information from these higher levels of consciousness. Um, And so maybe we'll touch on that in this episode, or maybe that requires its own, own episode. But today, for sure, we're going through what is going on in the eight-figure brand and how it's going to be, there's going to be sabotage, it's going to get dramatic, all sorts of, you know, um, amazing things start to happen at this level. But as I say, it's useful for everybody because it's really giving you a fundamental knowledge of what is going on with your own energy. And as usual, it's going to be really perfect for your relationships as well so if you're just listening from a relationship perspective of like you've got a relationship issue then this is going to be perfect as well so the the layers of truth cross because it's a truth cross over through different uh elements of your life so let's get started now within these um eight figure brands there's some things that I have noticed in the way that they are structured and it's going to do a lot with the inner boundary system. I spoke about this in the last podcast, Codes of Consciousness, and we might go a little bit deeper into what these these boundaries really are. They're not boundaries as in keeping people out. It's not boundaries as in we're going to verbalize our no to other people. It's boundaries about ourselves. 
It's the no that we say to ourselves. So a boundary is never what we say to the external reality. A boundary is what we say to ourselves. What are we available for? What aren't we available for? What are our standards? What are we just a no to? Um, and so we never have to tell other people what that is. We tell it to ourselves. That is then reflected through the holographic universe of the mirror image. And so that gets communicated back to you that people will just uphold your standards. Let's take, for example, Anna Winter. Okay, we, you know, I'm assuming most of us haven't met her in person, but we know what her standard is without even meeting her. We know how we're going to have to treat her. We're going to have to treat her with a lot of respect. We're not going to be able to waste her time. You know, there's all of these things that are in place um, through her through her own set of boundaries, her own standards. So this isn't about what she's going to be saying to the outside world, like, you can't, you know, treat me like this, or you can't say this, or you can't do that. She sets that for herself of what she is, you know, what her internal boundaries are, what her standards are. And then that is imprinted into the morphic field, and other people then communicate with her in a way that she has set up the boundaries for herself. So the boundary system is not the no that you say to everybody else, it's the no that you say to yourself. And this is this is such, such a turning point in understanding your own energy in a relationship, as we've talked about in other episodes, your, your boundary never needs to be communicated verbally. As soon as you have to do a verbal communication of your boundary, it's not a boundary. Now the other person is for sure going to break it. They might, you know, uphold whatever you're saying for a brief period, but they're going to ultimately uh, break it at some point because it's not integrated. Uh, we're all energetic beings, and so we can just sense each other's energy. So that's why in a relationship, maybe, you know, you'll see someone in a relationship and the guy's not treating the girl very well. Then he'll go to the next relationship and he'll be in, you know, wanting to get engaged to her, get married to her, treat her like a queen. That's not because of him. That's because of the other person's energy and her boundaries and her standards that he just was a match to that at that time. So let's get into the nine-figure brands, um, sorry, eight-figure brands. Now, there's two ways of being within that. And as I say, this is if you're not at the sort of 10 million mark and above, this is still going to be really of interest to you. Um, and a bit later on, we'll speak about why, I guess, speak about your what it is you're creating so on a side note, I see a lot of people very much in the present moment, um, especially around in the community, the spiritual community. It's like, right, let me just feel good in this moment. And actually, that's not a good form of self-care. It's not it's not self-love. Just it's sort of getting I'm going to have the cookie now rather than the two cookies later. And, you know, a lot of people resist that of like, no, I just want to live for the moment and trust that everything is always going to be fine. Um, but ultimately, we're looking to create a masculine structure so that the feminine within you can just, you know, have as many cookies as you want. And you don't have to sit there worrying about 
you know, okay, I'm enjoying myself now, but what about in 10 years? You've already, you're, you're already on your way to creating a structure that is going to really uh, provide you with an incredible level of safety, an incredible level of abundance. And essentially, this is really about the integration of your masculine and feminine. Now, what I'd observed in um, an eight-figure brand was the person was had great boundaries. They had great standards. They had a team around them. And so on the surface, everything was looking fine. It's like, yeah, ticking all the boxes. Yet this person looked like they were constantly burning out. They didn't show that really to the public, um, but behind the scenes, that's what was happening. They were putting on weight. Their husband was putting on weight. Um, they were unable to take time off. And you could, you know, really what was happening was they were working around the clock, but ultimately giving a different perspective to the outside world of what was happening. So the perspective or the front that they give to others of like, oh, this is so easy. I'm living my best life. I'm just traveling all over the place, you know, working for my beds or whatever it is, which is a real no-no, to be honest. Uh, so if you ever see someone working from the bed, it's just like, no, that's that's not how things work. Um, and I'll tell you why um, a bit later, if I remember. So now what happens here is, okay, you've got the team, they're there, but they are essentially more of an empath and they are there supporting their team rather than the team supporting them. So this is very much like in a relationship, the girlfriend or the wife, well, let's say girlfriend, the girlfriend doing everything, being the provider, being the emotional support, you know, doing all of the work. And then the guy can just relax and she, she's got it covered um, because she's she's good at what she does. She's effective. She gets stuff done. She's high standard, high performing. So she, she just does it all herself. Then he just, you know, is very unattracted to that. This is, we're gonna bring these, these energetics into the brand. Now what happens is this type of woman who is has a lot of empathy, who is giving in nature, they're gonna have this team around them who they're going to give to. So they now see that they're responsible for the team. They usually become friends with the team and they, you know, they see that the team have got family, they've got children, and now they feel all of this responsibility to take care of the team, make sure that the team got money, make sure that they're getting paid, make sure that they're happy. They also, this person, this sort of person is also going to do all of the thought work. So it's like, right, let me do the thinking, let me do the strategy, and then I'll just feed it to you. And then you just do the bits and pieces to um, pretend like you're actually, you know, working here. But ultimately, this person is carrying all of the responsibility. And actually, in a class I was teaching last night, one of the students was saying, that's what she noticed in her business. As she's building a business up, she has like a assistant. And so she does all of the thought work for that. She does the assistant's job in terms of thinking and then just sort of tells the assistant what to do. And then the assistant does it. This is not how things work as you're 
in if you're gonna like work properly with your energy. Um, where I was working in, uh, you know, this very prestigious law firm, where you know the the deals were usually in the billions. It was a multi-billion-dollar profit law firm. When you had an assistant, the assistant didn't need to be told what to do. The assistant was there to make your job easier, that they essentially, the PAs and the assistants and that level of support, they were pretty bossy. They would just tell the lawyers what to do, right? You've got to do this. You've got to be here. And they would take charge. If a lawyer was then having to sit there and do the thinking for the assistant, like he he or she does not have time for that and so you have to first of all come out of your own energy of that you're going to do the thought work for your team and then they can just do the sort of action of it that's not how it works um you have to have team members that they are telling you what to do like you 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 effectively just become dumb in your business and everyone can start telling you what to do right you've got to do this you've got to do that you effectively become the sort of uh the lower level and all of the other people around you tell you what to do um and so you will go back to this you know this example the sort of case study um, so this person is now feeling the responsibility of looking after everybody in the team, making sure they're all happy, making sure they're all um, feeling inspired. And so and then taking on all of their thought work, too. So she she or he has got the responsibility of the team. Now, as they're moving to from 10 figures and going towards the nine figures, that's an incredible Oh, eight figures going towards the nine figures. That's an incredible amount of energy coming in. A lot more money, a lot more attention, a lot more criticism, a lot more stuff going on. And so that's a lot to receive. So if someone has put themselves at the heart of the brand, which is um, intuitive for a lot of people because they are generally generally the face of the brand. So then they get so entrenched into the structure of the brand that it doesn't run really without them. So now you're going to see at certain levels, they're going to stop, stop the receiving coming in. They're going to self-sabotage. You're going to put on weight. They're going to get sick. They're going to have accidents. There's going to be stuff going on with homes and you know, stuff's going to go wrong in order for them to the self-sabotage thing to come in to stop the influx of energy because they can't, as a physical person, take on more responsibility, take on the receiving of more money, take on all of this other extra energy because they are too entrenched in in the wrong way of using energy. And so they haven't understood the masculine and feminine structure of a business and they think they have because they've got the team and they've got, you know, systems in, in progress. And so they on the surface, it looks, oh, yeah, I've got the masculine structure, but actually it's their boundaries. It's their internal boundaries. So an example of this was I said, seen uh, Sophia Amoruso. And so she had built this, you know, incredibly successful uh, business and then became, as it kept growing, she became the CEO. 
And I remember an interview her saying that she she'd come in and people just weren't performing well. They weren't at high standards and she'd have to like get everyone to a high standard. And you can see she because she thought she was the face of the brand, that she had to be the CEO and she had to be right in the heart of the brand. Eventually, she had to get booted out of the company um, because you can't. It's not an effective use of your energy to hold the structure of the company up yourself and to hold up all of the employees and all of this stuff. So anyway, going back to this example is when you don't have, so you can have high standards, you can have really good boundaries on the, on, on the surface level. Um, but it's something deeper. It's, we're going much, much deeper into the layer of the boundary system excuse me and this is where you're going to see it's too much empathy and taking care of your team taking care of your entourage so an example of this from the celebrity space is and I've said this before is you had Britney Spears and you had Madonna maybe you know it's just a guess maybe uh, Britney felt like she had to you know really take care of those around her and so she then had to hold all of the pressure, all of the receiving herself, while everybody else just came and took from her and eventually just picked away at all of the, you know, the the pickings and then just left her as this empty shell um, because that was not, that was an internal boundary system uh, that was not uh, toned enough. Then we take Madonna in her early years, she would have created this entourage and structure around her that everyone is there to support her. She's not there to support them. It's like I'm employing you, but you're here to look after me. You're here to make my life easier. I have no responsibility other than, you know, um, general, you know, making sure, you know, employer responsibility, but my job isn't to provide for you. Um, your job is to look after me and I will give you um, the, the money in return. So it's a very different um, mindset. And it's really about these internal boundary system that you have to see when you're going from eight figures to into the nine figures that you cannot be in that type of energy. You will burn out. You'll have tower moments. The business will collapse. You won't be able to go beyond a certain a certain amount of money. And so, you know, it's going to be, you're going to get stuck. It's going to be frustrating. The team are going to get frustrated. So going back to the uh, law firm, now when people were being micromanaged by a boss, they didn't like it. Um, so when the boss like, right, I'm going to do all the thinking and then you just carry out the actions. It's very demotivating. People like autonomy. They like to be the master of their their little world, not little world, but their world, their their job, their position, whatever they're doing, they want to be in complete control of it and um, not be micromanaged. So when you switch that, um, so if I was looking after, you know, uh, you know, helping to manage or managing a group of people, it would be like you're you. There's no micromanaging. You come with the ideas, you come with the strategy, you come with the answers. Um, this was huge in the law firm. You never go to someone above you with a problem. You go with an answer. 
you go, look, I've identified this problem, but I've got the answer. You would never think to go in and go, what's the answer? Because you'd just be like shouted at and just like, what, what, what are we paying you for? I'm not going to, you know, as the boss, I'm not going to give you the answer. You do it. You come and tell me what the answer is. And that was a very potent energy within that, that type of um, workspace is you never go to the boss with a problem. You only go with solutions. Um, otherwise, what are you there for? So when going back to this uh, case study, I'm going to give you another case study of actually how it should work. Um, and how you can very easily move the brand from eight figures to nine figures and be in a very feminine, relaxed energy. So with this, as I say, with the eight figure brand where it's the energy is not uh, working as it should, then there's going to be a whole host of problems. And of course, it doesn't look like it on the surface because the money's coming in. The standards are high. It is a good business, um, but the person at the heart of it is going to suffer. They're going to suffer in their health. They're going to suffer in their own well-being. They're then going to suffer in their relationship. They're then going to suffer in the structure of the team. It's just going to be a whole bunch of suffering. So that person really needs to, first of all, understand that those their people working for them, they're you're as you're if you're the person and you have the team your job isn't to have responsibility for them their job is to make your life easier and when this is also an issue if you become friends with your team now it's just very messy energy um of course it's nice to have good working relationships but if you're actually becoming friends now it's 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 messy so you really want to keep that division of employee versus uh, friendship. So let's move into um, so ultimately in that brand, the money, it's going to be it's going to get to a point where it becomes a struggle to bring in more money um, and it should actually get much easier. So let's look at this other way of working where you create the masculine structure of the business and you are removed from it. So you can be the face of it. You can show up, you know, you're going to show up to the meetings and go, hi, it's me. And everyone's going to have, you know, they've all got it together and they're going to tell you what they're going to tell you where you need to be, what you need to do. And you just go, okay, I'm, I'll show up. So if I look at um, this, going back to the law firm for lawyers, you know, these are lawyers, that are literally the top lawyers in the world. They just, they, they sort of almost became like children where you, you know, if you, if you were looking after a lawyer, you would have to tell them what to do. And right, you've got to be here. Uh, you've got to be there. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And they just get told what to do. So now they sort of are a little bit dumb and they just show up where they're told. And then wherever they land, they give their genius. They give what, what they're meant to do, which is, you know, the thinking around the law. So say you're in, you know, a brand where you're a speaker, and you sell, you know, you sell programs or courses or books or that sort of thing, um, you are just going to be placed 
by your team where you need to be. They'll tell you, they'll figure it out for you. They'll strategize for you. You just show up and you do your genius of speaking about what you're, what you're here to speak about. Yours isn't the, you're not here to run a company. You're here to give your genius to the world. If you were here to run a company, then you would be a manager, a CEO, you would be another another type of person um, who was more about the business. So you've got to understand where your actual talent and skill lie. Are you the business person or are you the inspirational speaker or someone who is imparting incredible wisdom to others? So there's that part. Okay, so let's get on to this other this other type of structure. So if you're going to move easily from um, eight figures to nine figures, and if you put the system in place, it will get much easier rather than harder. Um, you're going to have a team around you because they've got to absorb all of this extra energy coming in energy in the form of money, energy in the form of people, energy in the form of problems, all of the energy is going to be coming in. And ultimately, as the head or the face of that brand, you want to remove yourself. So think of Kim Kardashian. Now, if she has structured, structured it correctly, when there's a problem coming in with the lawyer, you know, something that requires the lawyer, whoever is on, you know, a, an integral part of her team are not going to bring her the problem. They're going to sort the problem out. They're going to keep her input at a bare minimum, just what exactly what she is needed for. So they're being paid because they understand how to keep the pressure off her so she can go and do whatever she needs to do and not be thinking about this lawsuit that she's now got to be entrenched in. So if her energy is very much in the space of um, internal boundary system, say like the Anna Winter energy, she's not going to be, they're going to understand intuitively not to bring her the problem and go, right, here's the problem. Um, we need all of your input. We need you to do all of the thinking and then we will carry out the action. That's the wrong energy. So that's going to just put even more pressure on the, the face of the brand and it's going to be too much pressure it's going to be way too much so instead say this example kim kardashian gets a problem and the lawyer picks her up and they just deal with it she doesn't even need to know about it she can have maybe a little briefing but they're going to sort it out for her very protective um of course you need to have discernment of having the right team around you uh people who are there for you who are not there like the britney spears lot who are just there for the pickings and like right what can we get her what can we get from her so you have you have this discernment which is going to be because you have a really strong boundary system. And so you're going to choose people who are there to really take care of you and that their job is to do that. And they know that um, and it's what they want to do and that they're going to show up at the highest level going, I sort this out. This is my role here. You, you go and do your thing. And as the lawyer, for example, I'm going to sort this out. 
So you have a whole team that are doing all of their pieces um, and then you get to relax and go, right, I just need to do what my zone of genius is and everyone's got everything else covered. I don't have to give any thought to it. I don't have to give any attention to it. Um, and so in this other example of this brand, uh, this brand has like a 50 person team. Now the energy coming in is absorbed by this 50 person team. The person that is the face of the brand is not all mixed up in, in that energy. They're not doing everyone's job for them. They're removed. The, the structure of the company works completely by itself. They don't actually even need to show up. It's that efficient. It's that structured. Now the person can, the, the face of the brand, can just be the face of the brand. Going back to the slight lessons from a law firm. Um, so going back to the law firm, uh, so there's about 5,000 people in this law firm and you had the sort of senior partner, uh, the head, the face of the this very incredible brand. And um, he did no work. If you saw his schedule, it's just lunches. It's just meeting, meeting and greeting people. He's doing nothing in terms of the, the strategy, the thinking stuff for the firm. That's all being done by people who are paid to do that, who that's their zone of genius. Um, he is just the face of it. So now he just goes and shows up and he's got all of the energy to be inspiring and to be, you know, to really sell, sell the brand vision to whoever he needs to sell it to. Um, and so imagine if he was like, right, I've got to get involved and, you know, I've got to make sure this whole firm of 5,000 people is working properly. It, he just couldn't take on that level of energy. Um, and so you've got to understand that structure. So, <laughs> excuse me, going back to this night, this uh, other example I was giving you, you've got the 50 person team, all the energy is coming in and they just show up as the face of the brand. They're going to be told where to go and speak. They're gonna to be told what to do. And then they just be like, okay, just gotta show up, it's easy. So as they're moving from eight figures to nine figures, it's getting easier and easier. And now they almost have to really not do that much because they've created such a strong structure of masculine, a masculine structure which then takes care of them. So take, for example, uh, going back to the relationship, uh, this is having that that man, that boyfriend or the husband. He has such a good provider. He is strong. He's going to provide for you. He's going to look after you. He's got it covered. Now as the feminine, as the girlfriend, the wife, just relax. Just enjoy yourself. Now this is where all of your radiance is. There's no burnout. You get to be involved in what you want to be and, and you're – it's, it's where your beauty is, if we're speaking about the feminine, in this type of structure where there's a really strong masculine provider, the feminine is going to be beautiful, she's going to be radiant, she's not going to be full of like a contorted face because all of that stress and pressure shows up in your body, shows up in your face, shows up in your energy, and so she can just be super feminine, but she's got the masculine structure 
of the husband, boyfriend, partner. Same within the firm. You can be far more feminine, far more radiant, far more relaxed when you've built this masculine structure that is going to take care of you. Now, if we go back to that other example, the original example, this other person, this other woman is going to be burnt out. She's going to be, she's going to have to put on an act, put on a performance, show that it looks easy, but behind the scenes, she's probably collapsing. It's just like hard and it's like, you, you know, that you have to keep this up for the rest of your life. It's not like you can just stop. Um, and this is why it's so important because this is the rest of your life you're talking about. Can you keep that level of pressure, responsibility and all of it and hold that for the rest of your life? That's hard. And that's the, the feminine is not designed for that. The feminine is no way designed for that level of pressure, that level of stress. The masculine is they have a different system. From, you know, from the evolutionary path, they're used to being under that pressure to go hunt and to go and be potentially killed, go to war. They have, they're built very differently. They've had a whole millennium of, you know, of, of energy into their, their systems. And so they work very differently. So men on the whole, the masculine is competitive. They like the chase, they like the hunt, that that gives them energy. If you're very feminine nature, that's just not gonna, that's not gonna nourish you. So we can, as a woman, step into masculine energy when needed, but you, you've got to get out pretty fast. Otherwise you will burn out or you will get defensive or you will get rigid. Uh, all of these things start to happen. So you want to keep that softness, that beauty, that um, just that feminine quality, because then when you're moving in your brand from eight figures to nine figures, you get to show up as your most radiant self. Now, that is highly magnetic to the rest of the world. And that's ultimately what you want in your brand, the magnetism. They are coming because of you. They're coming because of your energy. And if you're entrenched in the whole masculine structure and taking on all of this responsibility, at some point, the magnetism will be lost when it's too much to handle. And so you have to really, un <clears throat> excuse me, you have to really understand your energy moving through. Okay, maybe things are okay now, but we need to look at like five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years ahead, can you hold that and still remain relaxed, feminine, easy, sensual, and the, all the things that make a woman feel like a woman? Um, or are you going to hold that masculine energy for the rest of your life? So this is really important, a huge shift in um, understanding that you can't, it all stems from your boundary system. You are not there to give to others. You're not there to provide for your, your team. Um, they're there to provide for you. They're there to make your life easier. So this is very much the sovereign archetype, um, a really strong archetype that look at a king, look at a queen or a king. They are not there to make sure everyone is, you know, happy and inspired. And yeah, of course, that will happen when you're in your sovereign energy, when you're in your king or queen energy, then everyone, because you're holding that standard, the highest standard archetypally in the land, 
everyone's going to come up to that level. They're going to work at their best. They're the ones that are going to come up with inspiring ideas. They're the ones that are going to move the company forward. And it doesn't have to fall on your shoulders. You are just the, the holder of a frequency of a high standard and a sovereign energy, and you hold it. Um, and then everyone can come to that level. So we go back to what we've spoken about before with the masculine and feminine in relationship. If you're a woman and you meet this guy, you put him onto a pedestal, and now he's going to feel your neediness, so he's going to pull away a little bit. Um, as soon as you feel him pull away, you're going to drop your standard a little bit. Oh, he's pulled away. Let me not be so... Um, needy let me not be so have these high expectations so if he was you know wanting to see you every night and now he only wants to come around once a week and you'd be like oh okay I better drop my standard now he's going to drop his standard low it's going to probably be every two weeks then every month and the it's going to be a race to the bottom um and so instead you hold your standard of like what is not the no to him or not the no to somebody else the no to yourself no i'm i'm not available for this so it's a very private internal thing of a no to you no i don't like this energy no this is not what i require in partner no this is not the uh, way I want to be treated. It's very internal. And when you work in that very internalized no, the other person will meet you at that level. And actually, they will like it. They'll be more attracted. They'll be more magnetized to you because that is your magnetic energy. Your internal no is your magnetism. It's not the no to other people. It's not saying, don't do this. Don't treat me like that. Don't say this. Don't do that. It's your no. And you never have to communicate it. No second chances ever. You, if you have to give a second chance, it's not, you You then forget about them. You work on your your, your internal no, um, because there will never need to be a second chance if your energy is strong, if your boundaries are, you know, internal boundaries are really where they need to be. So going back to this uh second uh, sort of case study I was talking about now if you're in that frequency where you have you've allowed other people to build the business for you you can then go and show up now we're going to get into you're going to go and show up in your you know happy relaxed easygoing energy now life is getting easier and easier and easier and almost easier that feels a bit criminal and like all of this money and success is coming in and really you're not doing that much so this also comes down to worthiness issues of if you're bringing in 10 million 20 million 30 million to 100 million you're going to probably feel for some people who don't have that boundary system um that deep boundary system i've got to do more work to earn this i've got to i can't just sit back and allow all the money to come in while everyone else is doing the work. Yes, you can and you have to. That's that you, your genius got you to that level where you can now sit back and just be the face and everybody can prosper from you. They can have amazing jobs. They can get paid really well. They can be really inspired by whatever their love is in your business. So each person in your business they maybe don't want to be a visionary, otherwise they'd probably have their own business. But they probably do love 
doing the website or they love doing the social media. That's there. That gives them energy. That gives them life. They love it. Um, and so you're paying them. You They feel inspired by doing what they love, their specific part that helps build your brand. So now you can just sit back. So ultimately, you're getting into that space of you're just overseeing things. Um, and really, you just completely out of the game and you just show up as the face. And so it's this worthiness issue that a lot of people are going to think I have to do the work in order to be OK with receiving that amount of money. The more you receive, the less fair it's going to seem. Um, and you've got to be OK with that. You've got to be OK with receiving 100 million and not really doing that much. Just got to be OK with it. Um so let's go on to a little bit of deeper energetics around this, because in order to move from eight figures to nine figures, you're going to need to collaborate with other brands. Now, we're going to get into the fractal system. And I know some of you guys love the when I talk about fractals and um, all of this stuff and, you know, frequencies. And so now we're going deep, deep diving into the frequencies of, and fractals and stuff. Now, when you have an internal boundary, the no, your no, um, for what you so you have in your no, you have a high standard. It's like I'm not accepting anything that isn't the super high standard for myself because of course, don't we all want that? Okay, they're going to be people who are just like, no, I just want to live in a forest, I don't need high standards, I just want to like be with nature. That is very, um, what's the word? It's very, yeah. That That is a really beautiful existence for somebody. That's not who I'm talking to here. There are people who like, you know, I just want to be in nature. I just want to hold the frequency of being still in nature and not having all of this other stuff. I don't need, you know, to be in business. I just need to be in nature. It's a different person. They've got a different role on the planet, an incredibly important role, but a different role. And I'm not speaking to that person whatsoever. So in this, um, so you've got your standards. Ultimately, the piece, people I'm speaking to love to be at the highest standard. They're probably people who want to have the best of everything, who love luxury, who just love, love high standards. Um, it feels good. So they don't want to really go sort of trekking in the back of beyond and stay in little guest houses, which is what I did when I was, you know, growing up is that that was um, my exploration of the world with my mum. She would, she was like this hippie. So I come from a very deep, deep spiritual hippie background, living in communes and, or, you know, the full, full hippie works. I was completely embarrassed as a child about it. Um, but she was on, you know, minimum wage type thing she'd save every penny and then she'd take us to these amazing places you know like China and Hong Kong and Seychelles and all over the Caribbean all over Africa incredible holidays um and you know all of these places but we would stay in like the cheapest cheapest little guest house right off the beaten track and we'd have just like you know the very very cheap local food when we're in hong kong we never went to a restaurant we just had the peanuts and um orange juice from the the street vendor and for me as a child that was fine because I, I i wasn't really into food i was, had very bland taste 
Um, so that's she loved that. Me, right from that that the very start of my life. I love luxury. If we happen to pass the five-star hotel, I'm like, I want to be in there. I don't want to be in the little guest house. And sometimes, you know, I don't know, I'd find myself in a five-star hotel, I'm like, you know, like seven, eight years old. I'm like, this is me. This is me. <laughs> I, like, I love it. Um, and so I've always loved that very uh, luxury feeling, even though I wasn't brought up with that. Um, so we had and I also my mum was not ambitious at all she's like you know I want no responsibility whatsoever I'm going to do my job and then I just want to relax and read I was the opposite at seven years old I was saying to like don't, don't you want to earn more money don't you want more responsibility don't you want more in your job she's like no and I just didn't, I couldn't understand that so we are you know we have our own nature so if you love luxury, you love high standards, um, and you're wanting to really see your potential of how far you can take your brand um, from the eight figures to the nine figures, for example, now you're going to have to have help, not the help of your team, the help of other brands. Now, this is where we get into the fractals, because if you've got this, um, you've, you've really worked on your internal boundary system, you've got your no really nice and strong to yourself, you're, that means your standards are going to be high. That means you're also going to hold an incredible amount of value within yourself. You're going to see that you're valuable as the face of the brand. You're not valuable working out what the PA has to do. You're not valuable um, working what the social media person has to do. Your value is in the face of the brand. Um, so your value is very different to everybody else's. And so within that value, um, you're going to reflect that out. Go back to the Anna Winter thing. She's got that, in, that system internalized. So now that goes out into the holographic universe and it is mirrored back in that she's treated with a lot of respect. She's treated in a certain way by people. She's treated at a very high performance level. You can see how she's treated. As that is reflected back to her, she or someone else who probably has her own brand or within Vogue, she's going to create something in terms of a brand, well, the Vogue brand, let's say, for American Vogue to be very strong and um powerful and that's coming from her frequency that's coming from her internal boundaries she needs to be so strong in her own system that it's reflected out reflected back and then it was reflected into the brand now when you create a brand that has that exquisiteness the precision the impeccability all of these elements to it because that's who you are as a person that's the brand that's going to be created you're going to be a match to those other brands who are also like that. You're going to be a match to the brands who are in your fractal. Now, if you team up with one of those brands, you can be taken into the stratosphere very easily, very quickly. And if you've got your team set up, they can receive all of the extra money, all of the extra attention, all of the extra success. It's not all coming onto you. And so this is how you start moving very quickly to the nine figures as you start partnering. 
and you find so you have to create that you you can't be in that first example you can't be the jack of all trades right in the heart of your business looking after everybody um you know pure empath energy you can't do that and successfully work with the level of brand you need in order to easily uplift you to the next levels so you have to move through to the next levels with other people uh, this is very gene keys it's very um, in the, the culture part of the gene keys that you need in order to be fully prosperous in order to really open up the prosperity for everybody not just you you're opening up for everybody you that's this is the whole beauty of what i'm saying here this isn't about you this isn't about the money for you. This is not about success for you. It's not about prosperity for you. You're the creator of prosperity for everybody. So you almost that's your responsibility to be the face of the brand, not be entrenched in it, because your ability to do that and to create a masculine separate structure from you so you can be in your feminine energy means that you create prosperity for everybody. So it's very altruistic to actually not be in that empath energy. Um, very similar to a, to a um, you know, a relationship. It just does not serve you to be overgiving. Um, and maybe it doesn't feel kind at times. Maybe it feels like you're being a bit of a bitch or whatever. But actually, it's better for everybody. And everybody prospers from that type of energy. Um, so going back into this fractal system that you have to have other people that you connect, other brands, partnerships that are going to lift you up to the level with ease. And again, what's going to be why people are going to find this resistant is because it's going to get too easy. It's like, it can't be that easy. It's like other people are doing the work for you. The other brand who has maybe a bigger audience, more success, more something, they're just going to lift you up and you didn't really have to do anything. And to some people, especially the empaths over givers, it's not going to feel good. It's sort of coming from that lack of self-worth of like, oh, I need to be really entrenched in doing the hard work. So, you know, I'm all for high performance, working hard so it's not like you're the face of the brand and you just go and live on the sofa for the rest of your life no you're showing up you're doing your part you're probably really really busy but you're doing you're busy with your zone of genius you're not busy you know messing with stuff you shouldn't be messing with in your business um so this fractal part of it is crucial the sooner you can get your brand in shape to start with these partnerships, um, the faster you're going to move, um, the less work you're going to have as a person. And so that's what it's going back to this thing. If you want to wake up and feel radiant, excited, not that you've got the whole the whole world on your shoulders, the whole brand on your shoulders, everyone relying on you, everyone waiting for your say so, everyone waiting for your thinking. You just got to get yourself out of that. So you start to see how important your boundary system is. And you start with that in relationship. You start with it in friendship. You start with it at these very, you start with it in your own relationship with yourself. What are you a no to?
most important question you'll probably ever ask yourself and you really stick to your no i'm not available for this i'm not available for that um your no is so important and when you really are integrated with your no you're going to see that whole world reflects that frequency back to you you're going to create something so beautiful something that is strong and structured like that masculine like i you know attraction wise there's nothing more attractive to me than a really strong masculine guy it's just like oh, just feels so good guy that provides and he's strong and uh oh, just just like it feel like just my heart completely opens now going back to the relationship thing if you've got that sort of masculine partner who you know is very strong in his energy your heart just opens so much and you're so radiant and in your feminine energy and loving and just that he he opens his heart and now he feels amazing and you both feel amazing so this is you want to Create that energy and bring that into the business where you're in your business and you feel so open hearted and you're like, actually, this this structure, I've attracted a really strong structure, a provider in the business who are going to this, this business can provide for me. And of course, it's providing for everybody else. So in the, the relationship, if you've got this really strong masculine provider, you're not trying to retire your husband or do any of that crazy stuff because no masculine guy is going to want to be retired you're taking away the whole existence for the whole reason for living is their purpose and their drive and their their push forward they're pushing the energy into the into the the planet that's what they love they don't want to be retired if the guy wants to be retired he's a feminine guy and now you're going to have problems unless you're in the masculine which is fine you know maybe that's just your your natural energy but if you're much more identified with your feminine energy it's not going to feel good to either of you the the polarity is going to change it's not going to work so if you think about this relationship really nice strong masculine guy you are just open-hearted in your feminine energy, feeling radiant, feeling beautiful, feeling at ease. You can see what effect you're going to have on your children or your friends or your family or those people around you. They're going to love to be in your energy because you feel light and breezy and, you know, like feminine. And that that is such... Um, that the planet needs that energy so much. It needs so much of the feminine energy, not this, um, this we're going to be women in a men's world and just do the men's job. The planet doesn't need that. Um, it needs women to be really in their feminine energy. You do that by creating a structure in your business that is masculine, that you're not part of. You're just the face of it. You know, you pop in, you pop out. Um, you show up, you know, show up when you want to show up. So it's relaxed. As I say, okay, I'm giving it a little bit of it, you know, of course you can, you're going to be busy and you're going to be, um, so say, for example, in that law firm with the CEO um, or the, the senior partners, he'd be called, um, you know, he's busy. He's super busy, but he's, he's in his own genius of promotion. He's just there as the face promoting and, you know, being in that sort of energy and everyone else is taking care of the problems so I 
think, is there any more to this that I can say at this time? Um, I don't think so. I mean, gosh, I could go so deeply on so many different things. I think that's enough for today to really just get you to get a sense of your masculine, feminine energy, uh, the masculine support of your um, feminine, that how, how important that is, how much you're not in your own boundary system of owning your no, how much you're overgiving to your team, that you're, you think you have to be the whole heart of the brand. Uh, it doesn't work like that. It can get you, problem is, it, that type of working can get you really far, can get you to the 10 million. And so then you think it's working. You're like, oh, well, it's, this does work. Me being right in the heart of it is working. It's not working. You know, but I get to see a lot behind the scenes. And what, what most people see on the front is just a cover. What's going on behind the scenes is very different. Um, and so, you know, we want to create something where the longevity You've created something amazing and you're going to be rewarded for it. If you understand your boundary system and your energetics, you will be rewarded so magnificently. And when you're rewarded in that way, everyone is becoming prosperous. Everyone, you know, when your brand is really growing and thriving and you are not right in that heart of it, everyone is prospering. Everyone's getting to do their jobs as well to the, they, they set their autonomy um, and their their standards. Uh, no one wants to be micromanaged, that's for sure. As soon as you start micromanaging, it's really deflating to everybody. No one really wants to show up. Um, so hands off, you know, the wheel and allow yourself to really be in that feminine energy. You're going to be receiving so much more. And so you've got to set yourself up properly for this. Um, otherwise, you will just not be able to receive the level that you ideally in your mind would like to receive at. Take care. Oh, can you can you just uh, like, subscribe? follow, do all that stuff. It feels good when, you know, I feel people are engaged. It's easier for me to just show up and go, oh, people are engaged with this. So um, I would really love you to do that if you could. Take care. Bye.